Amber Tamblyn flipped the script today. Who's that? I don't know, some actress. Oh yeah. She was uh you got a piece of paper out there. What are you doing? What are you gonna do with that? Um, I was gonna mark down every time I said yeah because that was annoying me. How many? Do you have it logged in your head right now? No, I, I didn't do it. I just got the paper, but I didn't. I have you done it this episode? No, but I'm gonna start now. Okay, but you've yabbed in this episode. Yeah. Ooh. I marked it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Did you say it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not going to fall for this shit again. All right, hit me. Hit I me. mean, I asked you a question. You, wait, if I ask you a question that's yes or no and the answer is yes, it's okay to say yeah. It is. However, there are other ways to uh, say something in the affirmative than... Oh, because you want, you want to be yes-anding me. That's correct. Not and Yeah isn't a yeah good yes-and. It just, it just started grading on me listening to the... Podcast. We've listened to it a lot. We have. We've listened to it more than anyone else on the planet will ever listen to it. <laughs> we are our biggest fans. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> so I'm, starting to, I'm a little sick of it. Episode one. Episode one. The luster is worn off. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's some great bits. Mm-hmm. Great bits. Well, I mean, they love it because they're listening to episode three. So these are our diehard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think they're probably listening to this and they're like... Ooh, Ooh, oh, 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 go! But uh, they're probably like, well, let's let's get let's get a, let's get the train chugging already, you know? Right? Yeah, they're really sticking in here. But back to the script flipping. Uh, so Amber Tamlin was like, "This is a rough week with you know we got we got our Harvey." We got our Donald and then Bernie. Bernie's really traumatizing this woman too this week. Who did Bernie fuck? <laughs> Bernie Bernie's like giving a speech at like some women's convention. People are real mad about that. Was it, when did that happen? I don't know. Who fucking cares, first of all? Yeah. Who cares about this women's convention? I well like was he supposed to like reject the invitation to speak at a woke? I think that would be the most woke thing to do. <laughs> right? No, the, the most woke thing to do would be to show up in a wig and just do the whole thing and drag. How about just how about doing the Ted Dance and Blackface thing? <laughs> <laughs> There's a good example of someone who faded. He got away with it. When did Ted Dance and do Blackface? Oh, he was dating Whoopi Goldberg, and she was doing like she was getting roasted at the Friars Club. Yeah, and he just showed up in blackface. Wow, wow! He, he got he got got away with it. I think partly because he was fucking Whoopi Goldberg, right? And this was not like recent. No, this was like twenty five years ago. Yeah, because things have changed. Yeah, but still, I mean, blackface was never like great, but once upon a time. The context of your joke was taken into consideration, and it wasn't just like thrown out like let's, chum in the fucking water. But let's, water, I mean, right? you like, like, uh, what's his name? Back at Jimmy the Greek, his life got ruined because he said uh, black people are more athletic because they were bred as slaves to be more athletic. Who the fuck was he? He was like a guy on like TV who would do sports picks of the weeks. In the eighties, in the eighties, uh, career over, and so fired 
Yeah. Persona non grata. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what, if you think about what he said... Damn, I said like, yeah, fucking five times. So like, the breeding part was wrong, right? Okay, like he shouldn't have said the breeding of slaves or whatever. That's like a dumb theory, right? Like, there's there's no evidence for that theory. That black people became more athletic because of, you know, 250 years of slaves making breeding decisions. There's no evidence for that. That's a naive hypothesis at best. It's not like impossible, but it's, it's not impossible. It's a naive. It's it's dubious. And, it's it's just yeah. someone making shit up, right? Like, yeah. But saying black people are more athletic, that's what everyone thinks. Well, they have like more fast twitch mu- muscle it's what fibers. Black people think too. <laughs> you know, right? Black people were not that offended, right? The people who were offended were libs yeah we're like this is something we can't say yeah yeah but like compare that to blackface you can roll with blackface but you can't say that it's odd right it's really situational I mean situational right yeah like Howard Cosell got away with saying look at that little monkey run damn which no you didn't say yeah there I did yeah really yeah (laughs) fuck (laughs) God damn it. Ted Danson, that's flipping the script. They were not expecting that. Also, do you think that's funny? I don't know. I didn't see it. That's funnier than the Cosby star. It's definitely funnier than the Cosby If someone told you that he did it, you'd laugh. The Ted Danson. Ted fucking Danson in like 1992 doing blackface is fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just conceptually. Because it's Like so... the star of fucking Cheers doing blackface. <laughs> It'd be like if you heard like Sheldon did blackface, you would fucking laugh, right? That'd be like the, that'd be like the most hilarious fucking thing. I don't know who that is. The guy from Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory guy did fucking blackface. He did? If he did. Oh, right. He didn't do blackface, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's a very nice foyer. And there's a foyer? I don't even know what that is. There's, there's a door. You know what a foyer is. It's like an entryway? Dude. I don't know. Dude. It's just a fucking, I don't know. You know what house. a foyer is. I, I don't. Is it an entryway? That's my guess. I don't know. You go into a house and you open the door, right? Right. In a small house, you open the door and it's just like the fucking house. Right. Okay? Yeah. Maybe there's like a fucking like mirror and like a little shelf that you put your keys on or whatever. Yeah. I got a shoe rack. Mm -hmm. You walk into a, a foyer. And it's like it's like a fucking lobby, right? Okay, so it's like yeah. a room into itself, unto Sounds itself. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, with like marble or whatever. Yeah. So you Calms you, you got a standard McMansion. You got a foyer, right? So he's got a foyer. No, there's no foyer. You just come in, and then there's like like a big ass living room, which is like open space kitchen, and then that goes directly to the backyard that. That's where the salsa dancing happens? Salsa dancing happens like in the kitchen, dining room, what? large. It's like an open floor plan. What? 
You're the only person who asked for a floor plan before going to a party. You know that, right? Okay, so salsa dancing definitely is going to happen? Yes. So they fire that up and then play salsa dancing music? They bump salsa music. All night? All night, yeah. So there's lots of like salsa dancing people there he knows from salsa dancing? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's Normie Central. So they don't play like normal music? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Back the fuck. Like, normal music. I like salsa music, but they don't play music that's not salsa. Do you have any idea the ethnocentric privilege you just expressed? You don't. Let's just. Wow. I'm, I'm barely holding my shit together right now, dude. Okay. So let's just let's just move on and like be productive. Okay. So like, you walk you walk in. <laughs> so there's like a a little salsa dancing area. Uh huh. What goes on in the backyard? Uh, drinking. Okay. Eating. Oh. There's like hors d'oeuvres. No, there's like food. So like... Like last time they roasted a pig. What? You're joking. No, they roasted a pig. Oh my God, what is going on? (laughs) So it's like people in their 30s, huh? 20s, 30s. 20s, okay, that's good. Um... So he knows. Pe- so he invites people from CrossFit and like salsa dancing classes. Yeah, he's a gregarious guy. He's a gregarious guy. Okay. Yeah. Salsa dancing. He's always taking pictures on his Facebook, and he like travels around the world, and he'll take a picture with like there's always like forty people in the picture, and he's like in the center, and like three women are holding him up, and then there's like people in the background like dancing like a, or like spitting fire he's or an some engineer? shit. How, how do you think this party's going to go for me? It's going to be a disaster. You think so? Probably, yeah. I mean, it just seems like... Well, there's salsa dancing, right? Yeah. Do you think I can just... Do you think I can make that happen? Salsa dancing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. No, but salsa dancing is like has a lot of like learning, like a learning curve. You can just fake it. Fake it until I make it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. A big thing is the figure eight with your hips. Yeah, just, you just said yeah again, just dude. Stir, fuck, just stir the paint. Stir the paint with those hips. Oh, is that what they say? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you do like a figure eight. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I took salsa dancing classes before. What are you talking about? You're golden. It was like. 14 years ago. Yeah, and it didn't matter. It's like riding a bike. Well, but a big problem with It's like those, riding a hot Latin bike. Big problem with those classes is we had all we all had to dance alone. What? We had to dance alone. What? At these salsa dancing classes, we all had to dance alone. What the fuck? So Did you go to like a fucking Seventh Day Adventist salsa class or some shit? So we like walked down do our figure eights and then turn around and walk like dance back and forth my god that's depressing I was going with I was going with a, a lesbian friend of mine at the time mm-hmm. you remember <laughs> oh we shouldn't say her name <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't do that right yeah yeah we'll bleep it out uh you remember her 
Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, we took classes together. Yeah, yeah. She was in my art class. But like, uh, the classes we went to, I was the only guy. Nice. No, not nice. Because there was no, like, we just dance alone. What? That's bullshit. Shouldn't they have made the women dance together, right? No, they should have. You should have, like, circled. No, that would be silly. The women should have danced together, right? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, The woman should have danced together. Lots of times in my life, I get into these situations where there was an obvious solution to the problem, Mm -hmm. and I I just didn't fucking see it. Mm. The obvious thing I should have said is, like, class number two, we're going to a different class where I can dance with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Mm. I saw last saw her eleven years and five months ago. Mm. Damn. My graduation party. Did you go to that thing? No. Yeah, you didn't make that one. And you didn't make the South Padre trip either. Uh uh-uh. uh. You don't think I'm gonna meet somebody at this party and fall in love? You could. That's up to you. No, it's not. Well, I mean, it's partly up to you. But if you're freaking out about however, how normie everyone is, then it's not going to go well. You're right. Yeah. you got to have a good attitude. you got to let those Latin rhythms just soak into the hips. Maybe I should just like sleep on the couch and wait till you come back. Jesus Christ, man. No, we have to do it, and we have to have material, right? We need yes. To, we need to go out and have experiences so we can have material for the podcast. That's right, yeah. Like, next time we go out sarging, I'm just going to let it let it rip so we have material. <laughs> it sounded like you said you were going to fart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which would, you know, who knows? That might work. I was watching an episode of Deadwood recently. Oh, yeah. And farting comes up. What comes up? Farting. Farting, okay. And it occurred to me that, like, back in olden times, farting was probably something you had to think about a lot. Really? You didn't have ventilation and whatnot. Oh. It was more of a commitment. Right. And you're probably in a lot of situations where, like, sharding is a problem. Yeah. Like, you're going to be dealing with that for 12 hours if you shart. Mm. It was like constantly being in an airplane, really. Horrible. Yeah. I was also thinking about how that show has a lot of, you know, hooker sex, prostitute sex, escort sex, sex worker sex. Right. And, uh, I, you know, people probably smell bad. Both parties in that scenario probably smelled terrible. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much talcum powder can do. They, they have, like, showers or some shit? No? Baths. Yeah, baths. That's gross, too. You're just, like, sitting in a stew. Some baths are fine. Uh-uh. You, you smell fine. Yeah, but come on. Yeah. Old West water. You know? Mm-hmm. There's no way things are clean down there. Probably. Probably people just do let the, themselves go. back there shaved? Uh, I feel like it may be back then. 
a lot of yeah, the escorts probably, probably shaved. did shave because shaved crabs were such legs. a problem, right? Oh, you talking about pubic. ladies of the night? You're talking about like pubic region? Yeah. Oh, huh. Never thought about that. They were probably like the only women doing it. Oh, because they had they had serious hygienic concerns, you know. Yeah. And crabs were a huge concern. Right. So just fucking shaving it is one way to deal with it. Hmm. Makes sense. And I have seen some like, like antique porn, like Degura types. Those are great. Yeah. And I've seen some shaved clam. In those. Really. Yeah. Wow. That's some hot shit, right? Antique <laughs> porn. I mean, I like all porn. Soft socialism. I mean, we give live birth. With that right? fucking fish that has like the fucking thing that pokes out of its head and then like has the eye on like a fucking dangler, like an anglefish. Yeah, but okay, the point is is that once evolution invents an eye, it doesn't it's it's very unlikely for it to start from the ground up. It adds on to an existing solution. And when you have I something think, that's I think there's proof that eyes have evolved independently. It could. It could evolve independently. Yeah. But what, I, what I'm saying is, if the organism already has an eye, it's not going to throw that out and then develop a totally new We could easily throw out the sleep thing. Look, there are people on this planet who sleep four hours a night. Right? Donald Trump. And then there's people who sleep 12 hours a night. My girlfriend. Me. Mm-hmm. Why didn't evolution just keep nudging that away until it's like a second? Because there's some limiting factor. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but that's like something that you could figure out. Unconsciousness is built into consciousness on planet Earth. It's weird, but there's an answer. Whereas... The nature of consciousness, there's never an answer. There's no answer. Maybe they're related. Nah. Maybe maybe life and death is like sleep and wake. No. Those are four completely separate things. They're telling us, the universe is telling us that this is how it is. Your consciousness ends and then unconsciousness begins. So that's what death is. Death is one big dream. Hmm. I hope it's a wet dream. And maybe this is the dream. I hope this is a wet dream. This is the dream, and then when we die, it's whatever the wakefulness is. Wow. This took a weird turn. How do we know that this isn't the dream? How do we know that when we die, it's not waking up? Yeah. Didn't Lao Tzu say that? He had a dream he was a butterfly and then he woke up and he was like, maybe I'm a butterfly. This fucking party, man. I'm gonna try to roll through it. Are sure you don't want to go sarging instead? Dude, the party is golden. I mean, it's such a better environment. Okay. It's an environment where it's actually not weird to like talk to people who are there. You don't need an introduction. You don't need an opener. Okay. And I'm going to introduce you as my podcast person. My friend Matt, who's ironic on Twitter. You think I'm not ironic on Twitter? Who's uh, extremely earnest on Twitter. Well, how would you say, what would you say about me on Twitter? 
Uh, you are ironic for sure. How so? I mean, you post tweets that are ironic. Like what? I don't know. Like, I have like when I quote t- someone and then just repost what they said? Yeah, for instance. Yeah, I guess that's an irony move. Mm-hmm. Uh, my opinions, when I give an opinion, it's the truth, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it hard to parse because you're like either super earnest or super ironic. But I think people know that when I post something that's a quote, that's a quote. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Retweets are ironic. Retweets are ironic. Well, retweets are a mixed bag. I retweet something when it's good. Yeah. Sometimes something is dumb, but that's good. That's good content. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Matt Dad. That was my favorite. But Frack Feed is also a pretty brilliant find. My favorite is Ibrahim. But no one likes him. Who the fuck's that? Ibrahim Kose. What does he do? He's like some fucking psycho in Turkey. Yeah? Who like... Um, Post the same like six photos over and over. Really? With very similar captions over and over. Weird. And, uh, like, uh, he also is like super into Paris Hilton. So he'll say, like, kiss, kiss, and then, like, a palm tree. <laughs> kiss, kiss, palm tree. And it's always like, just not, he's always replying to some tweet. First, where it's like really out of context, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan, but I can't, I can't get anyone on board. No one ever faves them, no one cares. I don't think I've seen you post one. Oh, I'm really horny. Right now? Yeah. That's the kind of stuff he says, or? No, I am. Oh. Channel it. Channel it? Yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna tell us about uh, your friend. Which one? The, the the juggalo. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah, crazy Mike. Crazy Mike. Crazy Mike. Is this his guy. name Crazy Mike? Like, is that his label? That's yeah. That's that's his 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 jugga name. Mm-hmm. Is that what's called a jugga name? Yeah, jugga jugga moniker. Okay, and you did like you did an interview with him, right? I, I I did. It was uh, my privilege. He's a standout guy. Um, standout guy. Crazy Mike. You know, he he may be the, the sanest of us all. So let's hear from him. All right. Well, hey, Mike. It is uh, such an honor to be able to, to talk to you on the podcast. Hey, yo, no fucking deal, man. Always happy to help out a family member, you know? Hey, um, this interview was in the past, but I'm going to contribute to it. I'm, I'm here. It's great to have you from the future, Matt. Uh, Crazy Mike, where are you from? Yo, I'm from uh, uh, an undefined state in the Northeast. Clear, I think I that makes that adds up to me. You're in the Northeast. That's right, you know. You got a lot of family up there. Um, okay. It, juggalos are kind of a Midwest thing, though, right? You know, Juggalo Nation, it, it, it can't be corralled to any one demographic group. You got, you know, you got your Jesalos, you got your Jewelos, 
You got black lows, white lows. They're all part of the clown Diesel-o? nation. Absolutely. Uh, D'Angelo? D'Angelo. That's a name. Right, the rapper? Is he a, is he a juggalo? I'm not familiar with D'Angelo. <laughs> the rapper? I, well, I think he's more hip-hop, R&B. Yeah, you know, I'm just all about the family what love. What about J-Lo? J-Lo is not actually a, jig- a juggalo. What about a, a J-Lo juggalo? That'd be something to see. There is such a thing as a juggalo jiggalo. It's called a juggy jiggy. It's when an attractive juggalo man plies his wares with the juggalettes for money. Or would, well, would a, a juggalo juggalo be open to all? Juggalos are open to all kinds of shit. What? What? That's the thing. Is once you're in the juggalo family, you're in the family, right? That's right. It's like La Costa Nostra. Right. And I think that's that's part of why uh, everyone's so excited about uh, linking arms between the DSA and and the juggalo army. Is it an army? It's an army. It's a comrades in arms. You know, I take a lot of refuge in the original pimp-ass murder clown, Karl Marx. Karl Marx, workers of the world unite. Whoop, whoop. That's he, absolutely true. One of my favorite quotes from Marx, he said, Social progress can be measured exactly by the social position of the fair sex. The ugly ones included. I've noticed that, that an ugly juggalette can go a long way. That's right, because, you know, we're all on that proletariat tip, okay? I mean, Marx is just trying to say every, every juggalette is a comrade 100, okay? Whether she got that wicked-ass cherry pie or just some stank-ass netting. Is Mushroom Head a worker? Yo, Mushroom Head... <laughs> Some of them, these fucking juffalo mushroom heads, they think they got class consciousness, but they ain't got real class consciousness. Are you saying mushroom head is a juffalo? <laughs> they some fake ass juffalos, mushroom heads. Mushrooms is the opiate of the juffalos. Is, is hoodoo is hoodoo a juffalo? I don't know what you're talking about, hoodoo, but I'm talking about the voodoo of the. Bourgeois piggy richie elites. Hoodoo, the rapper. Is he is he a juffalo or is he a juggalo? I ain't heard of no hoodoo. You haven't heard of hoodoo? I am not familiar. And frankly, I don't like you asking me all these names of pop culture figures. What about September Morning? Is September Morning a juffalo band? September Morning is one of the cornerstones of the juggalo music community. Really? I thought they were kind of... I thought they were kind of fake. Yo, I thought it, you liked September Warning a lot less than Hoodoo. It ain't about what your music sounds like on the outside. <laughs> it's about how much clown makeup you're wearing no. on the inside. Oh, that's pretty deep. That's right. So there could be like a Juggalo bluegrass band. Yo, Obama, Juggalo. Obama's a Juggalo. That's right. Is Donald Trump a Juggalo? Hell no. Why not? 
fucking richy ass, rapey ass patriarch, marginalized, oppressed peoples. Get that. He's the bad kind of clown. He's a mushroom head, if you ask me. Big ass mushroom head, chowder head, fucking chowder. <laughs> so you from Boston? You know, I pick up a little Boston slang from my my boys from from B Town. The B Town Jugs. The B Town Jugs. They rage hard, bro. There's some blue necks, yo. Mm-hmm. Sure. Is Marky Mark a juggalo? <laughs> yo. Marky Mark can't hold a candle to Karl Marx, okay? That's the original murder clown. Yeah. So I, I heard that recently there was a big blow-up in the L.A. DSA. Did you hear about that? That's right. You know, some of these richy-ass kids thinking they're fucking irony bros or some shit, but it ain't about the irony. It's about, it's about love for your comrades and your fellow clowns. I'm down with the clown. You down with the clown? I'm down with the clown for sure. Damn. I knew you a juggalo when I saw you. Did you? That's right. You got that juggalo vibe to you. Are there any juggalettes you think that would be interested in me? Hell no. Huh. Ah, just busting your balls, man. You be getting netting like fucking... So do you think that, that DSL LA guy, we should just move on from him? Hell no. He need a big ass fucking clown struggle session. We gonna fucking beat the anti-imperialist fucking problematic motherfucker. Get that shit out of him. What what do you do? How do you work through that with him? First you gotta sit him down and you gotta say, I know you's family, but you's being a fucking patriarchal white asshole right now. Now, you gotta learn a few things because not everyone has the same juggle privileges you got. That's true. That's 100. There's a, you know, we always need to look out for the least among us. That's right. Uh-huh. You know, the mushroom heads. The mushroom heads. The shaggy two dope. The fucking weak ass juffalos. We said juffalo a lot. They're a big part of my life. <laughs> well, well, um, I'm sorry I couldn't jump into this interview. That's no problem. You're doing your thing on that computer. But uh, it has been an absolute honor uh, having you here uh, representing uh, the DSA and the, uh, the whole Juggalo community. Yo, man, the honor's been mine, 100 All right. Well, I think that uh, that was a, certainly something. That was not Danny Fatante, but we'll, we'll get him soon. We're working on the Danny Fatante interview. Uh, I think we're going to get him pretty soon. I think we're going to get him. Yeah. Um, we still need a theme song. That's true. If anyone can help us out with that, that'd be great. I uh, I actually have like a riff. It's like ja ja ja. Ja, 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 centrist madness. Huh. Kind of sounds like Jaws. <laughs> or like maybe like da 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 da
Citrus Madness. That was almost exactly the same. No, because like I added a like a Citrus Madness part. So it's like a call and response kind of thing. Hmm. So I was saying we should take a public domain song and just write our own lyrics like Centrist Madness Podcast. That's finally public domain now. Yeah, that's very recently public domain. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that fucking story? It's like the oldest fucking story. Oh, jeez. That Happy Birthday only recently became public domain. And all this fucking time for a hundred years or whatever, every time you put it in a movie, you had to pay. Damn. You know that shit? Mm-mm. That's why in movies it would be like for he's a jolly good fellow. This is like the oldest, most fucking basic trivia. Like it's like fucking worse. Like if you ever told that to someone, like they'd never fuck you. Damn, dude. The chances of finding someone who had not heard that piece of the trivia are so fucking low, but here you are. It's like a really dark turn. At the end. So you want to go? Let, let's go. Let's go to the salsa dancing party and let's get some podcasting experiences going. Okay. Okay. Let's go. We're gonna do a 180 on that attitude, Mister. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Get you some netting. You don't force it. Just let things happen. That's what she said. Really? That'd be oh. a cool thing for a woman to say, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just let things happen. Like if you're about if you're about to fuck her and she's just like, don't force don't it. Force just, it. Just, just let things. That'd be really sexy. Things, yeah. That'd be really sexy. That's like the chick who's like kind of like maternal. Oh, man, I'm so into that. You know? Where she's like, uh, you know, he's not quite getting it, but I'm going to help him out. He could, if he comes to in some Jordans, he could, like, get it. <laughs> you Hopefully know, my, what's your favorite thing for them to say after you come? Thank you. Thank you? <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, that's good. I like good boy. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you think that's gross? Oh, it just it goes against everything I stand for. Why? Because it's, it's kind of perverted? It's like something I would say after she comes. <laughs> Good boy, you'd say that to her after you come? After she comes? Yeah, just to keep her off her toes. On her toes? On her, on and, yeah. Okay. Off her feet. Off her rocker. <laughs> <laughs> off her rocker and off her feet. You think he would give the interview? I don't know. You could ask him. There's a story there. You know what you do is um, <laughs> you get him to agree with it. Agree to it first. And then you're like, oh, but there's this one. There's the catch. Here's the catch. Yeah, yeah, if you just drop it on them when they show up. You could also just not even tell them. And just not explain to them why we're doing it. Where we're calling it, Danny? Yeah, well, don't. They've burned the candle at both ends for a while. Nice. This is a lot of wine. I know. It's crazy, right? I used to jam this. This reminds me of some... This is, this, this brings up some feels.
We're like the same age. I'm, I think I'm like six months younger. Okay. You touch those, so. Really? No. I mean, yes. Oh, God. I mean, I'm working on it, okay? Okay. I'm getting better. You gotta do the... You gotta do the shit like the exposure therapy. Not to that. That's not a good thing to do exposure therapy with. That's exactly a good Blood. thing to do. Blood is not a good thing to do exposure therapy with, okay? Yeah, just get no. a bucket of it. You just need to carry you. <laughs> Poop. Poop's a good thing to do exposure therapy with. Why would blood not be a good thing? Blood, let's, blood's not good, okay? Let's just not... The okay. consequences to blood actually exist. So, like... I think poop has consequences. Like, like, it wouldn't be good to, like, use a dirty needle. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be good to eat a shit sandwich. This is a little complicated for me because I'm a socialist. Yeah, one of our classmates had a real big drinking thing. Apparently she's still making that happen. Yeah? We can edit this out if we use it. Yeah. Oh, Oh, my God. Right? That was the hot one, right? I don't remember. There were three There were three Yeah. You know, three, three, the three of life. There's the famous one. The famous. There's one with the really big nose. The big nose. Which is that? The big nose. It was the middle, right? Uh huh. Yeah. I think. And then there was the. the you know what I'm talking about? No. That's the third. So got married. The the ugly. Mm-hmm. Not regarded as attractive. I was the maid of honor and I was the best man. Nice. I've heard that the the plain was the worst person of the three. Hmm. I think was the hot one. She's a little thick too. Mm. You probably don't like him thick, do you? You like him slim and virginal. Yeah. You like a how do you what about petite. what about pubes? What do you think about pubes, dude? Pubes are okay. Do you like them groomed, trimmed? Yeah. Definitely groomed. <laughs> uh, I'm a, like I like the variety. I like it to be a surprise, you know. Uh-huh. And everything has its pros and cons. Yeah. If my face is buried in it. Right. I'm probably like a big old mound. Right. Pukes. Yeah, one girl she just had like a little, just like a rose kind of thing, just like a little poof. On top? Yeah. Mm, that's, that's sort of a landing strip. 
Yeah, it wasn't a strip though. It was it's just on top? It was yeah. a Hitler stash? Yeah. Was a Hitler stash? No, it was like a circle. Circle? That's interesting. Yeah. What was her name? Uh, I'll think of it. Got her number? Yeah. That sounds really cool. She was thick. She was a little thick. Do you know the names of everyone who you fucked or yeah. gotten a blowjob from? No. Could you get the names if you put in the work? No. Wow. Well, I'm a little fuzzy on the names, but I could get them if I want. No, there's definitely like some in college that are long gone. Oh, no man. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it is great. Oh, man. There's one girl I met at a party. And like... You know what the funny thing... Um, oh, well, go on. Took her back. Like, I wanted to do the thing where you, like, fuck a girl and then, like, never call her. Uh-huh, sure. Which is actually stupid. Oh, I need to pee so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take so this out. Sounds like you're horny. My phone. Oh, so it gets better quality. <laughs> I'm glad you specified your phone. Yeah, I needed to. So, like, um, let me see the battery. The battery's looking good. Let me take this out. Oh, did you? You got, Oh, yeah, your phone's fucked. Yeah. So, it's tough to finish the story? Yeah, so I just, you know... Instagram like fucked her and then like never called her because I was like that's what cool guys do oh man you regretted it because she was cool I didn't regret it that much but like like why not have sex with her again yeah exactly like yeah if it's good the first time you want to do it three times the thing is is like if you're such a pimp that you can't even fit her in the schedule so you're just like one and done like then it makes sense right but like it was pretentious for me to be doing it ugh I mean, I don't, yeah, um, yeah, I've never done, well, sometimes, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Right. Sometimes, like, so, there's just something in the balance of getting the second date to happen that doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's, like, hard to put your finger on it. It's almost like, it's almost like you start over with the first date, mm-hmm. and all the reasons first dates don't happen come into play for the second date. Right. Where things just peter out, and it just doesn't happen for whatever reason that you yeah. can't quite define. The sex is bad. No. <laughs> it's just like, it's like you start over the process of having a first date. Right. And if one person isn't really pushing for it, it doesn't happen. And then sometimes you fuck and it's like, wow, like, I'm not dating anyone else now. We've been in this life for like 10 minutes. Should I run this motherfucker? Um, I mean, in some situations you're supposed to, right? In some situations, it's your ethical duty to run the light. Yeah, well, I think like in some situations it's what... You're supposed to do. Really? It's never legal though. There's not a law like if the light's too slow, you can run it. It's not that the light is slow; it's malfunctioning, right? Is it? At this point, it's malfunctioning, right? It's probably not. It's probably just like it's a shit pissant road, and this is a big burner. And you're not. Al- you could always just go right and then take a Yui. I could. I would do that instead of waiting. If waiting's the option. I feel like it's gonna. It's not, I'm just gonna run it. It's not gonna turn green. I can tell you that for sure. I'm going to run it. There's also no light on it. it. There's no um, red light camera on it. Good. Good looking at it. I was thinking, like, uh, you're not going to remember this, but that chicky raw dog. Yeah. Like, at the end of the night, she was just going to go home, and you had to remind her that you kind of had a deal to fuck. Right. And you like, 
it was a hilarious moment where you kind of like had to remind her that you guys were fucking. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, uh, it's not quite the way I remember it, but yeah. And then I, ta- I think I asked you about it like a week later, and you were like, uh, you were like, you were like, you had so much to teach me. There were so many things you had to teach me about the game. I said that to you. Yeah. If, so, if you want to get in the game, I can, I can talk to you about it. Wait, I said that I could teach you? Yeah. No, I didn't. Oh, you absolutely did. I'm not that guy. You did. You were that guy at the time, I think. Oh, well, actually, yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, you were really trying too hard in the diner. No way! In the diner? You were trying way too hard. You yeah. said I seemed too interested in her. You were just, yeah, you were like you were like a little puppy dog. Well, I was. I was a virgin. I was a sweetie. I hadn't been kissed yet. Well, there you go. I'm not such a sweetie anymore. <laughs> that should be like your next album. Uh, not such a sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're just like in a thong, like looking all slutty. No, I think it should be like I'm in a cowboy hat. I'm like looking <laughs> off in the distance or something. <laughs> That's somehow even gayer. Like, yeah, like a, I've got a thousand mile stare, thousand yard stare. Yeah, it's thousand yards, I think. Thousand yard, yeah. Full Metal Jacket. We talk about it. Mm. You ever watch that movie? Any of that movie? Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Uh, you know what I like about that movie is that the title is metatextual. The title is metatextual. Yeah. The fuck does that mean? So the title has an impact outside the film. How so? So, Full Metal Jacket only comes up once, right? He says it when he's about to shoot himself in the head. Right. And it's not in the book. It's not the title of the book. Right. And the movie tells you that. The movie tells you it's based on a book with a different title, right? So already there, there's a there's a metatextual thing going on. Huh. Um, in the meaning of the film, what does it mean? It's hard to say, right? It's a very obtuse, yeah. obscure thing. Yeah, enigmatic. Full Metal Jacket bullets were what were used to kill JFK. Okay. Um, the reason the magic bullet was a magic bullet is because it had a Full Metal Jacket on it. Right. Um, so those are like the, the, the bullets like that they would use in an M16 which can like pierce you know, metal and shit. Right, they're, they're actually illegal. It's a war crime to use them. Oh, it's a war crime? You can't use them in war? No. Because they're used for, like, target shooting or whatnot. Because if you shoot someone with a full metal jacket, it doesn't kill them. So, like... it goes right through So, like, someone would be just on the battlefield bleeding to death. Mm -hmm. very slowly. Damn. Um, The reason Oswald used them is because he was a sniper. Like, the character in Full Metal Jacket. So I think that's a metatextual layer to the film. Weird. 
the JFK assassination. Interesting. And of course, JFK would have prevented Vietnam, most likely. Yeah. You're not one of those JFK conspiracy guys, are you? I mean, I, I don't. I don't think he was killed by you know the CIA or something. No, I think it's 100% Oswald. It's pretty clear. I assume, like I haven't researched it, but I just assume that the deep state came to the right conclusion. If you if you really get into the details of it, it's kind of absurd that anyone would think that it wasn't Oswald. Uh huh. Like the number of things Oswald did that were the things that someone would do if they clearly did it. Hey, put this club in your fucking phone. What club is it? Uh, put in like Kung Fu Saloon. Ugh. Okay. Why is that? Because we're not going there. I'm just saying it was so awful. Right. You can see why there are conspiracy theories. On Rock Rose? Yeah. Close. Because. Let's take Loop 1 North Domain Boulevard, Austin. In 1.4 miles. Exit to Farmdom Market 1325 South Burnett Road. Duval Road. The whole thing with him getting killed. Ruby. Ruby is the thing that's sketchy, right? Yeah. It's weird. But. But weird shit sometimes happens. But people don't think that. See, people. In one mile. Exit right. Here's a more reasonable idea, okay? Like Oswald was paid by the government to do it. And then, to cover that up, Ruby killed him. Right. Which, first of all, is dumb. Because then you got Ruby, who you need to cover up. And Ruby just spent the rest of his life in prison. Right. And Ruby was some... Literally... Ruby was literally a brain-damaged person. Okay. Like a brain-damaged strip club owner. Yeah. You think the deep state is, like, hiring that guy to do the murder? And then he just sits in prison the rest of his life and doesn't say anything? Yeah, why wouldn't they kill him and, like, have the guy not get caught? Yes. Yes. <laughs> or, like, like you know, he hangs himself, right? Make it look like he hanged himself. Right. But, like, the idea that Oswald Exit didn't right to Farmdom Market 1325 South Burnett Road, Duval Road. The thing that then turn the right on Domain Boulevard. do it is nuts. Yeah. Because, like... You know, okay, so the only person in the book depository who wasn't present after the assassination was Oswald. He's the only guy who thought, hey, I'm just going to leave. And everyone else Turn right on Domain Boulevard. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go see a movie. And at the movie, I'm going to shoot a cop. In 800 feet, turn right on Rock Rose Avenue. Also, also, I'm a sniper. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when you put it like that. 